Well, I'll never be the same. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. All right, everybody doing okay today? Y'all doing okay? All right. Well, it's good to see you here on All Generation Sunday. And uh, let's see. Let me ask you something. Who, someone out there, I know we've got people of all ages today. Someone out there, give me the name of a superhero. Like your favorite superhero. Superman. I hear Batman, Superman. Wonder Woman. Aquaman. That's right. Flash. I heard Flash. Flash. I think I heard Green Lantern. Green Lantern. That was one of mine when I was growing up. That's going deep. Sky King. Cool. Wow. That's obscure. Thor. I heard Thor. Superdog. Underdog. All right. Oh, you're your pastor. Uh, Nathan wins. That's right. That's right. All right. Now, okay. Easier question. Who can tell me the name of the greatest hero who ever lived on this earth? Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Very good. Give yourself a big hand. Jesus. That's right. Jesus came to this earth to search for people who, who needed God, people who were lost without God. He came to rescue them set them free. And you know what? Jesus is here today and he wants every single person in this room. He wants every man, every woman, every mom and dad, every boy and girl to know him. He wants them to understand what it's like to be saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. That's right. And you know what? We have, we're going to talk about this today. We've got our kids in here today. We have a special gift bag for our kids. So kids up here at the front, are some gift bags that you can have during the service as we're ministering today. Mm -hmm. So if you are, I believe in here we have three years old through kindergarten. Parents, you might want to help them come grab a bag. If you're three years old through kindergarten, come grab a bag. If you are in first, second, third, or fourth grade, you can come back and grab a bag. Okay. So I should have everybody between three years old through and fourth grade. Through fourth grade. Grab a bag grab a and bag. go back to your seat. There's, a, there's there some special go. things in there to help you while we go over our message. There's a little snack in there. There's something to color. Grab and go. Grab and go. <clears throat> they're they're all, all the same. All exactly there's no the need same. to pick. Right. They're all identical. I was that kid. Okay. I don't, yeah. Now. That if we have funny. any fifth or sixth graders, fifth, fifth or sixth, sixth or seventh, and you would like a bag with fifth, snacks. Fifth, sixth, or seventh, preteens. Come up and grab a bag. First come, Ignite. first serve. First come, first serve. Come, there's some over there's here. There's lots over here. There's some over here. They're exactly the same. They're all the same. Exactly the same. Be sure you get one. One has a million dollars in it, but other than that, they're all other the same. Other than that, they're the same. <laughs> An iPad. Uh... Okay, apparently, if you're between 15 and 20, you can come get... There's lots of bags. Okay. If you're over 80. If you need colors to pay attention... If you have trouble you paying attention... You can come grab a bag. <clears throat> All right. All right. There you right, go. we got a taker. Excellent. That's right. Team, Excellent. you come on up. Okay. He's, he's special, isn't he, All right. ladies and gentlemen? That's my... He's my nephew. Okay. Hallelujah. Now, here's the deal. Right? Jesus wanted two things. He wanted to save us, and he wanted us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. So we have God in our hearts, and we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We have something very special. We have power. Everybody say power. Power. Yeah. We have real power. In fact, we have inside of us the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. Living inside. 
you and me. Wow. Yeah. Um, and God doesn't just say, hey, the power's there, ignore it. Don't say anything, right? This power is here for a purpose, and God wants us to use it in the name of Jesus for the glory of the Father. Is that power just for special Christians, like just a few elite Christians or... It's for everybody. Everybody. Every Christian. God wants to... Okay. Everybody. Here's the deal, guys. Whether you know it or not, everybody in this room, we live in a world at war. We live in a world that is, is a, filled with darkness, filled with pain and destruction, filled with sin. This planet is literally under attack by the devil and has been for thousands of years. That's, that's the world we were born in. And so many people around us are, are prisoners of this darkness, of this terrible darkness, prisoners of their habits, of their sins, of, and they're hopeless, right? Because they don't think they have any hope. And many of them don't even know how to be free. Many of them don't even know there's a God and a Jesus that wants to save them and set them free and make them his children too. But see, God has had a secret weapon. Did you know God sent a secret weapon into the world? Named Jesus Christ, right? Right? Jesus Christ. It's like he snuck behind enemy lines. He was born as a baby. They weren't expecting that one. He was born as a baby, and he grew up this wonderful, perfect human being, the only perfect human being that ever was, and he died for all of our sins. But then Jesus did something amazing. It didn't just stop there. He didn't just die for our sins, because then what happened is he rose from the dead, and then he did something even more amazing. He said, guys, I'm going to leave now. And everybody was like, wait, 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 right. you, you, you just got here. You just saved us. What are you doing? He says, no, 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 no. I'm going to leave now, and I'm going to let you guys continue rescuing people on this earth. I'm going to let you guys be my ambassadors. And that's what Jesus did. He made us his ambassadors. Kids, teens, let me hear you say ambassadors. Ambassadors. That's right. It's kind of a, a big word. That's right. What is an ambassador? Hey, what's an ambassador? It's a, it's a, well, it's a, like a person who, use, um, but don't use big words, use small. Well, but it, well, okay, it's a, it's a, well, you have hmm. like a, you know what, I think we're going to need some help. I'm going to need some help today illustrating what this is. We'll, we'll show you what an ambassador is. It's better to show than explain, yeah. Right, show, don't tell. All right. I've got a really, we've got a really special friend here this morning that we are so excited he's here today, and uh, he's someone many of you know. He's an awesome young man. His name is Nathan Stanfield. We give him a big hand as he comes today. Nathan. Oh, I thought you were bringing this. No, no. Oh, not this. All right. All right. We just work here. All right. Nathan, how's it going? How bad are you? I'm doing good. Welcome. Now, Nathan, as you can tell, is dressed very special today because tell us what, uh, do we have a mic for Nathan? Yes. Oh, here's one. Here's one. We got two mics. Awesome. This thing on. Okay. All right, Nathan. Now, you're you're obviously in a uniform of some sort. Tell us, what is this that you belong to? I am a member of Troop 889 of Boy Scouts of America. Boy Scouts of America. All right. Very good. Now, Nathan, how long have you been a Boy Scout? <clears throat> it's been since my sixth grade year, and I am in tenth grade right now. So probably about four years. Four years. Wow. And. Uh, what, what did you start out? When you first started scouting, what did you start at? I actually first started scouting uh, back at my elementary school as a, as a Cub Scout. And you work your way from uh, Bobcat rank all the way through Weeblows, which is the end of your Cub Scout career. And from uh, Cub Scouts, you go and you find a scout troop in your area. 
and you join that scout troop and work your way from scout all the way to eagle. Cool. I'm currently life scout, which is one rank behind eagle. So. Wow, that's pretty impressive. You, I see you got lots of badges and things there. Those are all things all that you've earned for different things? Such, yeah, I've got 16 different merit badges for everything from citizenship in the community to salesmanship to wilderness survival. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> to railroading and geology and all sorts of fun stuff. Wow. Cool, all right. Well, that's very cool. Well, let me ask you something, Nathan. Now, why do you, why do you like scouting? Why are you in scouts? Scouts is an opportunity for people my age to not only learn things that you wouldn't normally learn in school so like geology or communication skills or even how to give a presentation on something to community service mm. you we have uh, what we call community service hours which is basically we take different members of the troop or even just individuals and we go out and we do service for the community either in the name of the troop or as an individual cool all right all right what do you what would you say all of your years at scouting what has it taught you? How, how has it made you a, a better person? First off, to be prepared. And second, we have a, uh, a scout oath that is uh, on my honor. I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country, to obey the scout law, to help other people at all times, and to keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. And the scout law is a scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. Awesome. Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So let me ask you this. Would you recommend scouting to other people? Or if someone said, I don't know if I should get into scouting, what would you say? Absolutely. If you're willing to put a lot of effort into it. Mm. Because with this program, you get out of it what you put into it. And it's kind of sad to see some people get to their second or third rank and then go, I'm too busy for this or I can't do it. Yeah. Um, or you can work your way up to Eagle and get all the benefits of right. that as a human being and as in terms of careers and stuff. Right, yeah. It says a lot about you that you just stuck with it. And uh, I have no doubt someday this is going to be like really good on a resume too. You, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> this would be a good man to hire, ladies and gentlemen. So, all right. Well, thank you very much for that. Um, so, well, go ahead. So, I, it would be safe to say, would, would you say that Nathan is a pretty good ambassador for the Boy Scouts? Mm. Right? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So an ambassador is somebody who, who represents something, and they represent, and they tell other people about that thing, and uh, they're excited about it, they love it. But they it's, study it, they live it, they know it. That's right. They, they, <laughs> they live it. They reflect it. He didn't, he didn't just read a yeah. book and find out about it. He's, he's actually living it. Now, we want to do something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Nathan put his skills to the test to you uh, today. Now, one of, one of the things you probably learned this years, of, years back, it's probably uh, elementary for you, but we are going to get Nathan to, um, you know, when you guys go out in the wilderness, y'all got to be able to, like, fend for yourself and, like, find your own food and, like, kill bears or something. I, maybe you don't kill bears. I, but. I've actually seen a bear out in the wild that tore into my pack at a wow. camp I went to last summer, but I haven't been that close since. So Praise <laughs> the Lord that you weren't that close. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so we're going to ask him to, now, do you have, like, a knife or something? I actually do. Of course. There he goes. He's a Cub Scout. Now, this is a very cool-looking knife here. Kids, be careful around knives. Yeah. Um, so we're going to ask you to whittle or, or make us like right. some sort of a sharp stick that you could like, you know, spear a fish All or right. something or do something really yeah, sure. cool like that with. Now, we, <clears throat> we want to make it a little more interesting. So we're, I'm, I'm going to ask somebody else to come. Uh, let's see, is Paxton. Uh, Paxton, you come on up here. Paxton, uh, another one of my nephews. <laughs> I got ne nephews all over the place. 
You are a Boy Scout, not a Boy Scout, ever a Boy Scout? What? Okay. Ha Paxton has never been a Boy Scout. Okay. But okay. this shouldn't be hard. Uh, all you do is you, you're going you're gonna to take your, take your knife, be very careful and take your knife, and you're going to whittle, uh, you know, a, a sharp sticker. You might want to watch him because he's the expert. And, and, uh, and we're going to come back to you guys in a few minutes and see how you did. Is, is there a problem? Well, when you said knife, Yes. Did you mean like something you have in your pocket? Yeah, like you. Okay. So yeah. you're saying you don't have a knife? No. He's he's not a Boy Scout. Okay. Okay. That's okay. You know what? We've got you covered. We got you covered because what we have today is a ladle, <laughs> and uh, it should probably work the same. Uh, so you guys just get busy. Y'all okay. y'all can stand over here and um, get busy whittling. We'll come back to you in, a, in three or four minutes and see how you're doing. We'll, we'll check in with you in about two All minutes. Right, have fun with that. Okay. All right. We are called to be ambassadors for Jesus, ambassadors for Jesus, right? And we do that how? This is going to be distracting, I think. Mm -hmm. Eyes here, kids. <laughs> Eyes here. Eyes here. Mm. How do we become ambassadors for Jesus? By doing what Jesus did. Mm. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Now, Jesus was special. Jesus was the Son of God. Yes. You know, he was powerful. How can we do what Jesus did? We're just people. We're just, we're not gods or anything like that, right? How are we supposed to do what Jesus no, did? No, we're not God. And you're right, Jesus was God. And ordinarily, you're right. We, we can't do what Jesus did. But hmm. Jesus gave us his power. He gave us this power in the form of the Holy Spirit oh. who lives inside of us. Awesome. Jesus also gave us something else when he came. He gave us authority, authority to use his name, right. to, to speak words of life to defeat the powers of darkness in this world. And guess what? That, that darkness, it has to obey. When we speak the name of Jesus, the darkness has to obey, right? Because God is ruler of the universe. It has to obey. So Jesus wants us to live life as ambassadors. Yes. Right? And uh, we don't have to live defeated. We don't have to live these sad, defeated lives like people who don't know Jesus. He, he said we can live this life. He called it life abundantly. Living life and life abundantly. So we have this big job to do. And it's not only to learn about God, right? This is good. Learning about God is good. Right, right. But even better, we need to show God mm. to the world. Show. So to represent him to other people. Because you know what, you know what we're called? We are called the body of Christ, right? right? His body left. We are his body here on earth. We are his hands and we are his feet. And to grow his kingdom, we got to tell other people and show them the goodness of the heart of God. That's right. And God wants us to be leaders. Did you know that God wants every single one of you to be a leader for him? Every single one of you children, he wants every one of you to be a champion for Jesus. A leader. Guys, adults, grown-ups, grown God wants you to be leaders in your circles to represent him well. You know what the, a leader does? You know what the real mark of a leader is? A leader replicates himself. Ooh. A leader duplicates himself. Because one person can't do everything. Right. A leader, so, so he calls us to be leaders. He calls us to be disciples, but we're disciples who make disciples, right? That's what we're called to do. That's how God wants to transform the world. That is our mission. Now, kids, teenagers, you may have thought your mission this year was to get good grades in school. Maybe yeah. you're working for all A's. You might have wanted first chair in band. You might have wanted to start on your sports team. 
Maybe you wanted to get the article in the school paper. You wanted to do something big in your community, or maybe you just want to go by unnoticed and just pass. You know, maybe not, that's not get beat up. Today. Not get picked on. That was one of my goals. Maybe that's your goal. Yeah, grown up. Some of you, you know, I know what it's like. You, you're, sometimes your your biggest goal this year might be just to like pay off some of those bills, to try to get all my bills paid on time by the end of the month, to get a little bit more out of debt, right? To hang on to my job or maybe get a better position at my job or maybe get a job, get a better job, something like that. We all have these, these goals that we want to achieve and some of them are okay goals, they're good goals. But you know what? We actually have a different assignment that's even more important than all of those things. Yeah. More important goal than all of those things. I wanna read you a scripture out of 2 Corinthians. He says this, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against him. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. There's that word again. And, and in verse 20, it says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Reconciled, brought back Amen. to the Father. Um, our first, back. our central, our most important mission as Christians is to be ambassadors for Jesus. That's at school, that's at work, that's even at home. That's even when you're with your own family. Mm -hmm. Ambassadors for Jesus, sharing his love, his truth, his mercy, his grace at all, all times. That's good. That's good. Okay. I think, I think let's, uh, let's check on our whittlers and see how they're doing over here. Oh man. Look, wow. I, see, I see like, there's like shavings. That looks very impressive. Woo. Let, let's see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice and sharp. Nice. I'm, I'm sure, pretty sure that would catch a fish or a killer bear or something. Great job. Yeah. I'm actually carving my name in it now. He's carving his name. That is really cool. Going over and above. That's awesome. Very good. Let's check over here. How are we doing? How do you do, Paxton? Paxton? Oh. Okay. You better watch out if you're some soup. That's okay. right. You're going to so, uh, stab the soup. You, I, I don't see like a point. There's no point. It, it couldn't catch a fish. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So what? I'm interested. So Paxton. I'm not saying it looks bad. But why do you think it looks so bad? Paxton, why did you fail? <laughs> well, I probably wasn't prepared. Mm. That didn't work. No. It didn't work for huh. And uh, you, oh. you, do you think you had the wrong tool for the job? Yes. Yeah. The right tool makes all the difference, doesn't Still it? Still working on it. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's interesting. So, so the wrong tool here. If you have the wrong tool, it's not gonna, it's not gonna help you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Give him a big hand. The lesson is uh, a knife is good at making a point, a ladle, not as good, not as good for whittling, yeah. So you, you, we need to have the right tool. If you have the right tool, you can do the job that's been given to you. You can fulfill your mission, right? And God equips us with the right tools. If you have the wrong tool, if you don't have what it takes to fulfill the mission, you're not gonna be able to, right? And so here's the thing, there's this great power that Jesus had inside him when he was walking this earth. He had this power, and it was called the Holy Spirit. He had the Holy Spirit in him. In fact, Jesus didn't even do any miracles on his own. He said he only performed miracles by the leading of the, the Father. And you notice he only started performing miracles after he was baptized, baptized right. and filled with the Holy Spirit. In John 5.30, 
Jesus said, by myself, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just, for I seek not to please myself, but the Father who sent me. Jesus was fully human and fully God, but he had the humanness that you have, and yet he destroyed the power of death, hell, and the grave. He destroyed it. He broke it by the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. And that same Spirit in Christ works inside of us. That Amen. same Spirit is alive in us. And that means you and I, when filled with His Spirit, I mean, we're able to do things because we have the authority in Jesus' name to accomplish the things of the kingdom. Now, Jesus was Jesus. He didn't need to say in Jesus' name because it would be like saying in my name, right? <laughs> we're not Jesus. So He says, my name is so powerful, it gives you the authority to move heaven and earth. Be it my will, be it the will of my Holy Spirit, you take that power, and in my name, for my glory, you can do the things that I did. Amen. And in fact, in John 14, 22, he says this, Jesus talking, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things things than these because I am going to the Father. Hallelujah. Now guys, this power of the Holy Spirit is real, right? This is real power we're talking about. We're not talking about like Hollywood power. We're not talking about like Harry Potter, Marvel Comics, you know, Disney Channel kind of kind of power. We're talking about something that is real. It's, it's the real thing. It's not make-believe. And so in 1 Corinthians, the scripture says this, for the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. Nope. It is living by God's power. Power power is cool. So, so we're fully human, but, but by, by being filled with this Holy Spirit, we are transformed. Yeah. We are really transformed. And now we can be used by God in any circumstances for any people out there. Okay. So what does the Holy Spirit do inside of us? What we're, does he do? We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, what are these amazing abilities and what is it like to have the Holy Spirit living inside of you? And well, it's all the things that we've just talked about and it's some significant other things. But number one, the Holy Spirit gives you and me power. Say power. 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 So, right, Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, healed the sick, fed the 5,000, stopped a storm, mm -hmm. walked on water, raised the dead, right? <laughs> Small, little, easy things anybody can do. No, 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 no. Powerful acts, which what did they do? Show the glory of God and reveal the loving heart of the Father. That's, right. That's what they were. Uh, acts 1-8, are you ready for this scripture? But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. That's everywhere. It's no wonder John, the apostle, he wrote this in 1 John, uh, let's see, right here. But he said, the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Amen. The one inside you is greater than the, the one who lives in the world. And, uh, but the Holy Spirit helps us in a lot of different ways. He helps us. He gives us power. Pardon yeah. me. My nose is running. But he also helps us in other ways. He also teaches and guides us. The Holy Spirit is like the best friend you could ever have, right? Wouldn't it be awesome to have a friend who, like, knows everything and who is always with you and always talking to you and always listening to you and can guide you in times when you don't even really know what to do, right? 
And, and maybe that's hard to really understand. Yeah. But we, we have something. We have a little video here, guys. Uh, let's play this video in three, two. All right, watch, watch your screens. Hey, dude, what you doing on Saturday? I don't know. Nothing, I guess. Cool, because Josh's parents are out of town, and he's throwing this sick party with college girls, man. College girls. It's going to be awesome. You're going, right? The Holy Spirit, invisible to the unbelieving world. No, man. Thanks anyways. Convicting the world of sin and righteousness. You guys think that's dirty? Listen to this one. An old prospector walks into a bar. I gotta go. The Spirit reminds us of all of Jesus' teachings. I just don't get this verse. Oh. Jesus said of the Spirit, he will testify about me. Because the Bible says, I'm the vine and you are the... The... Oh man, what is it? The branches. Oh, okay. A faithful guide, steering us through difficult decisions. The Spirit walks with us through good times and bad. So, you're a Christian? Uh, yeah. But that's only because you grew up in a Christian home. Actually, it's because I've seen firsthand what he's done in my life. Not only that, but the Bible has more evidence to support it than any other ancient document. I didn't know that. Me either. The Hebrew word used to describe the Holy Spirit meant one who comes alongside. Mr. Jones. Encouraging us and providing us with wise counsel, the Holy Spirit, walking with you day by day. All right. John 14, 26, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. The Holy Spirit will help us focus our attention on God's power rather than stressing out by your circumstances what's going on around you. And even when you feel like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you don't have the resources, well, guess what? God is all of those things. Mm -hmm. God inside you is more than enough. And his spirit inside of you is what makes the difference. Hallelujah. Now, the third thing the Holy Spirit helps us do is he helps us rescue other people, right? It's not just all about us. It's all about other people. God wants you to be filled with the Spirit, not just so you'll have an awesome life, but also so that you can tell others about Jesus, so that they will experience that awesome life in Christ and that power that he fills us with. It helps us to show the world how much God loves him. And uh, so we're given this power. Really, we're given this power to give it away. Right. We're given it to give it away. We're being changed by God to change the world, right? Changed by God so that we can draw others to the Lord and, and, and he can change their life through the power of that Holy Spirit. So practically speaking, how do All we right. truly become an ambassador for Jesus? How do 
we do that? All right, really quickly. The first thing we've got to do is we have to turn away from our sins. The Bible says that we have got to turn. We've got to, the Bible calls it repenting. We have to tell God, I'm sorry for my sins. Because we've all sinned. We've all, we've all messed up. We all make those mistakes every single day. So we, we, we turn from those sins. We say, God, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to follow you. And we repent, right? Number two, the second thing. Number two, you got to fill up on Jesus. You want to be an ambassador for Jesus? You have to fill up on him, fill up on his word, worship, prayer. Every single one of us is like a sponge. We wake up like a dry sponge every morning. Mm. Grown-ups, who feels like a dry sponge when you wake up in the morning? <laughs> so we have an opportunity. We're going to soak up and absorb some things during the course of the day. And during the course of the day, we're going to be pressed and drained and things are going to come out. So when you wake up and start your morning, it's no coincidence that so many of the Psalms say, early in the morning I will seek you. Because when you start and you fill yourself up with the word of God, with the purity of God's love, when you soak yourself in praise and prayer and you get yourself filled with him, do you know what you're going to give to the world, your co-workers, your classmates, your children? What's going to come out of you? Jesus. The word. The word. Love patience, the fruits of the Spirit. What's filled inside of you is what's going to pour out. Likewise, let's say you got up a little late today. And maybe the first thing you did was check Facebook. And maybe you watched some news. Kids, maybe you're like, I'm going to get those 20 minutes of video games in before I go to school. If you're not getting filled up on the words, you're getting filled up on something. That's true. So whatever you're getting filled up on, and you know what? Not everything's like wrong or sin or bad, but you're soaking it up, mm -hmm. right? It's filling and now, up. It's filling up all those, all those places inside of you. So when circumstances come, when a friend needs you, are you going to have that right, ready word? What's going to pour out of you? Yeah. Video games, news. Facebook, gossip, being lazy, Ooh, that's yeah. right, Addie, preaching for me, Come on. right? And you know what, even if I said a little prayer, a little prayer in the car, worship a little bit, what's, it's not, yeah. you, you're still pouring out because you are what you put in. Mm. And here's the trick about being filled with the Spirit. It's not one time and you're done. It's mm. daily. We are daily filled with his presence. We're daily filled with his power. We're daily filled with his love. In fact, the Bible says pray without ceasing. Do you know what that means? That's recognizing like the song we sang this morning. It's your breath in our lungs. So we're pouring out our praise with every breath. We're giving thanks in the afternoon. We're praying. Anybody ever gone a whole day without eating? Not fun. Right? Do you eat once a day? Twice a day? Three times a day? Some elevensies? Second lunch? Right? Just like you need fuel and you need breaks, you need to pour the word of God. You need to give praise. You need to give thanks. That's how you can fill up on Jesus and pour him out as an ambassador. That's excellent. My friend Brad calls it the first five. He calls it, that's his first five. He wakes up and that's how he starts his day. Hallelujah. Okay, so the th now the third thing we want to do 
is we, we want to start acting like Jesus. You right. want to be a, an ambassador for Jesus? We got to start acting like him. That means doing the things that Jesus does. That means sharing truth in love to people and in ways that they can understand. Show compassion and mercy. Even for people who, who are kind of hard to be nice to, you show compassion and mercy right. to those people because that's what Jesus would do. Yep. He laid hands on the sick. We can lay hands on the sick. He fed the hungry. He befriended people who didn't have the friends. The, right. Those guys in the class who kind of, they don't really have a lot of friends. You be the one to go be their friend right? Operate in the gifts, right? That's what Jesus did. So those are ways that we can become ambassadors. We turn away from sin, we repent, we, we fill up on Jesus, and we start acting like Jesus. The more you know him, the more you can show him. And that, yeah, that's, that's the good. truth. There's one thing we want you to do before you leave here today, and that's start praying like an ambassador. Mm. And we have an example we want to tell you about. Because being an ambassador for Jesus, it even changes the way you pray. That's true. We're going to go to Acts 4, and I want you to tell us a little bit about Peter and John here. A little backstory of what we're fixing to read here. Peter and John in Acts 4, they had been preaching the gospel, and they were just doing really great, but they got thrown in jail. And they got put before the court. They were in front of the court, and the court didn't believe in Jesus, and the court was telling them, you got to stop preaching about Jesus. And they were like, guys, we can't stop preaching about Jesus, because we filled up on him, and that's all that's going to come we out. we got to give him away. That's right. It, it, we can't help it. We can't help but preach Jesus. And the scripture in verse 8, it even says that they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So that's what these guys were doing. Well, you know what? The court let them go. They let them go, and these guys, Peter and John, went back to their homes, and they were telling their community about what happened, and they were all praising God, and they were they were praying to the Bible, or praying to God. And this is what it says in Acts 4.29. This is his prayer. And now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us, your servants, great boldness in preaching your word. So they're threatening us, but give us boldness. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And in verse 31, it says, after this prayer, the meeting took place, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they preached the word of God with boldness. So the prayer of Peter and John was it, oh God, we're finally out, protect us, keep us safe. Take away all this persecution. Take away the persecution. Let our lives be, you know, <clears throat> no circumstances or problems. No. They said, make us bold make us and bold. manifest your power so that everyone can see it. That was their prayer. Amen. So I want that to be our prayer I every morning, prayer. right? Because... It could you know, it comes down to this. It comes down to this. We got to stop praying like a victim and start praying like an ambassador. Don't pray like a victim. Pray like an ambassador. See, church, we are not a church under siege. We're not in trouble. We're not a church under siege. We have to realize that we are the army of the Lord laying siege to the gates of hell Amen. every single day. That's what we're called to do, right? Not hunker down and wait out till the end. Amen. We're the church that are storming the gates of hell. That is what we are here to do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So pray differently. We need to pray differently. Adults, pray differently over yourselves. That should affect the way you pray over your children, right? Pray that your kids have the opportunity to see God's power firsthand. That should be one of your first prayers. God, let my children have an opportunity to see you at work and see your power firsthand. Kids, when you're praying over your day, ask God to use you. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the eyes to see the needs of those around you. You can make a difference to your friends. You can Amen. make your, a difference to the person that doesn't have a friend. You can make a difference where you are. It doesn't matter your age. Young and old, you can be used by God. Amen. Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation. It's not just hope. It is hope. It's not just saving you and giving you eternal life. It is those things. But it's the power to change.
transform lives now. It's the power to transform today. Deliver, heal, restore. Hallelujah. It's transformative power. Amen. And um, go ahead, Mr. Well, I just want to say, you know, in the beginning, we were talking about how we all have goals. We all have things that we're striving towards. Kids, you know, you want to make those good grades. And parents and adults, you, you want to have a good job. And you want to make some money and pay off debts and things like that. We all have good goals. Those are good things. And you know what? God cares about those things, doesn't yeah. he? And he cares. But more important than all those things is to be an ambassador for Jesus. That is the most important goal we can have. Being a light in the darkness and realizing that that resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead, that same power is alive in you, wow. in Jesus' name. Yeah. And here's this promise, Matthew 6, 33. Here's what God says. You put me first, I'll take care of everything else. That's you don't right. have to worry about it. Seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. He'll take care of the rest. In your bags, you have two special things, kids, that I wanted to point out. One was you have a little thought bubble, and it says, is an ambassador for Jesus. I want you to write your name on this, and parents, if you'll let them, tape it on their bathroom mirror. So when they're brushing their teeth and getting dressed in the morning, they realize their true identity today is being an ambassador for Jesus Christ. That that, because we don't get to walk around all cool in our ambassador for Jesus uniform, do we? Do you know how we do it? By what we think and what we say and what we do. So stick this, write your name on it, stick it on your mirror. And you also have a very special bookmark that says John 3.16. This is your first simple act as an ambassador. Find someone to give this to. That's true. Give this to somebody that you think it would bless them and just say, I want to give this to you because Jesus loves you. Do you think you can take that first step, kids? That's an easy way to be a light for Jesus. Amen. Now, in just a moment. Uh, we're going to have a treat. We're going we're gonna to get to watch a, a powerful, dramatic piece uh, put on by Regenerate. That's our, our youth ministry here, Generations. Uh, that it's a piece they, I believe they recently did at an outreach event downtown. But first, uh, I want to ask you all, would you, would you, as they're coming up, would you just close your eyes and, uh, and let us pray for you right now? Kids, everybody, close your eyes. Hallelujah. Dear Jesus, we love you so much. God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and rising from the grave for us, Lord God, so that we can be your children, so that we can be filled with that power of the Holy Spirit, Lord God. I thank you for every person in this room, that you fill them with boldness, that you fill them with a new special anointing, Lord God, to go out into all their circles, their friends, their people that they work with, the people that they go to school with, the people that they play with, their neighbors, Lord God, everybody, people in their own families, and just have that boldness to speak truth in love and to show the kindness of Jesus to everybody, Lord. I thank you, Lord. You are, you are raising us to be disciples. You're raising us to be ambassadors. We praise you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.